Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. about this guest because um, Lydia Grace is here. Lydia Grace Banks, sister of Olivia Plath, also on Welcome to Plathville current season. We have seen her. Um, You've been amazing on this season and you brought so much to the show. So I was so excited. I'm like, ah, she's going to be on my podcast. I have a million questions. Oh, well, ask away. (laughs) Uh, Lydia, well, first of all, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, it cannot be easy to be thrust into the spotlight on this 
you know, show. I, I, I've said this to my fans know this, but Welcome to Plathville is the show that got me into TLC. It was like my gateway drug to Sister Wives and Thousand Pound Sisters. I was so enamored season one with your sister and Ethan and the Plathville. It was like mind blowing to me that there was this entire family in Cairo, Georgia, where the kids had like never seen a cell phone or drank a Coke. I mean, I was blown. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I've been a fan for so long. Mm. Um, but look, I know people want to hear a lot about your experience this current season of Welcome to Plathville. But I thought we could start at the beginning because people are fascinated by the way that you and Olivia were raised. And I guess, do you call it, is it like a fundy um, religion? Like, how do you describe like the religious kind of um, background that you grew up in? Yeah, I mean, it does have a specific name. Um, it's called IBLP, the Institute of Basic Life Principles with Bill Gothard. That technically is, uh, but there's like a lot of small movements within that. So a lot of people, and this is the sign that you know if someone's IBLP, if they get defensive when you mention that, that's how you know they were because they know it has a bad connotation. Oh, got it, got it. Okay. And now were the Plath family IBLP as well? Is that how you guys all met? We met at a conference, but it wasn't specifically IBLP. And no, they were not. In fact, I actually didn't think they were religious for the longest time. They were just very different from any family that we'd ever met. Um, they're 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 very unique for sure. <laughs> they they definitely are. Yeah, because I I don't think I've ever heard them identified as IBLP, but. Somehow it like gets grouped into like your family and, yeah. and you can still follow a lot of similar teachings without attending the conferences specifically for IBLP, but it's all within that same circle. Can you give people a sense of, cause we see a little bit of it on the show, but what was it like growing up for you and Olivia? And, and obviously we know like your sister, you two were strained for a while. Um, but what was your family life like growing up? Yeah, that was like a, I feel like that was really hard too. Um, and, and this is just, just prefacing your question, just because I feel like a lot of people did compare like Olivia and the Plaths. And, you know, obviously Olivia and I were estranged for a very long time. In a lot of ways, my family was stricter than the Plaths. So every time we would go visit, it was like really nice for us. But for them, it was the opposite. Um, it was just, just the littlest things. Um, but, you know, Olivia and I grew up on a farm. Uh, kind of in the middle of nowhere honestly like they're not Amish but just a very similar community uh, very very isolated um, like we didn't travel uh, my dad was a pastor uh, very very religious um, but, like extreme high control religion like that was just ingrained in every single part of life down to the music you listened to the clothes you wore the way you did your hair um, the way you talked the music like just everything um, so I feel like you know, Olivia marrying the Plath, that was kind of freedom for her in a way. But growing up, Olivia and I were always just at odds just because I was more of the free spirit and rebel. And I think, and we've talked about this a lot and we're still working through things, but I think she wanted to be that way growing up, but she felt like she couldn't. But as a middle child, I didn't really have any obligation. Like I could kind of be whatever I wanted, like a chameleon, whereas she was kind of like, cause there's, there's 10 of us. So it was like, she's the fourth then I'm the fifth. And then there's another four. So it was kind of like, I didn't have a place so I could do whatever I wanted, but she did have a place and she had duties to fulfill as like an older sister. Mm. So I just feel like that kind of set the preface for like the last 23 years. Yeah. And do you feel like your parents treated like the first five differently than the youngest five? 
Absolutely. Yes. But also no, this might come as a shock, but, um, like Olivia might remember a little bit of this, but like our, like our family didn't used to be that way. I don't know when it happened. I was like a year old when my dad was just like, we're going to go move to Virginia in the middle of nowhere and start a farm. But we were normal before that. Whereas my little siblings, that's all they knew. And I'm included in like the little siblings because I was like six months old. So I didn't know anything different, but Olivia remembers a time where there was a lot more just normality, like normal people where wasn't strict, high control, fundamentalism, IBOP, whatever you want to say. When was the first time, you know, that you really, because obviously Ethan and Olivia meet when they're very young, like 18 years mm-hmm. old, right? I mean, yeah. when when did you begin to, um, I, I don't know, maybe question the way that like your parents were bringing you up or, I mean, was it your even your older siblings that kind of like broke away and you saw a different life? Or um, I'm curious, like when you kind of began to think, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to live exactly like this. That's such an interesting question because I can't really remember a time when I didn't think that. I always felt like I stuck out like a sore thumb. I never felt like I fit in. I was always getting into trouble. And so I just kind of learned to zone out as a kid and kind of create my own reality. And I know that sounds so strange, but I wish I could say that my older siblings inspired me, but that's, (laughs) they didn't, they stayed. I was the, like, I really was the, the one to break, I don't want to say break the mold, but like, I did kind of like set fire to the trail. Like, and that's why everything ended so poorly. And Olivia was still close to my parents at the time. Cause like three years ago was when I was like, F this, like I'm out. And like, I had to make a decision to either like choose between either my family or like what I wanted. Cause I knew that there was more out there, but yeah, no, I've just always, I literally have always been different. I literally always felt like I stuck out. It's just. Like you were, you were born that way. You were kind of born, you know, it's not even, I don't know if you describe it as rebel, but you were, like you said, you were born different. Like you kind of always knew you had a different path. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that the, that the show touched on, like, I don't, I don't watch it. I just can't, but uh, I know the show touched on that a little bit, you know, with Mariah. And I think that's why we were so close is because she was the exact same way. And that's why it was so hard for me to actually get over that. Uh, Like the ending of that relationship is just because I felt like, we were the sisters we never had. Like we were the support system that we were never going to get anywhere else, even at such a young age. I mean, Olivia met Ethan when she was 16. Therefore I was 14. So Mariah was like 12. Like we were really, really young. So like having just like be cut out by that completely when Olivia got married, that was really, really hard because I didn't like Mariah and I, we were, we stuck together like peanut butter. Like we had to. But um, I think I'm still working through that and it's getting better, but it's only been like the last year that I've had to actually work through that, getting close to Olivia and then like interact with the plots again. Kind of like traumatic, but you got to work through things at some point. (laughs) Traumatic. Um, I'm curious, you just mentioned you can't watch the show. Why not? It's a long story, but there's just, well, there's a lot of drama, obviously. (laughs) That's what makes it, I guess. Um, when I reconnected with Olivia last year, that was a really hard time in my life. And I'm not, I don't feel super confident watching that part because I wish I could go back and do things differently, but you can only do better when you know better. And I didn't know better at the time. I was just in survival mode. Like a lot of people don't know this, but like that first episode where like we reconnected, that was like one of the first times I'd seen her since she got married, which was four years previously. Wow. And then there, there was like so much tension and hurt in that relationship. And so just being like thrust in on camera and like having everything documented was really, really hard. 
And a lot of people don't know this either, um, but Nathan and I were really close and Olivia and Nathan were not close, even though they lived together. But since then, like Nathan has kind of um, gone back as you will. And so there's like no relationship there anymore. And because I was a little, le- a little less than a year ago, that's just crazy how much things can change within a year with him. But at the like op- on the opposite end of the spectrum, like Olivia and I are closer than we've ever been, which is kind of scary. It's like, oh, is like psych? Is this relationship gonna like trip me out? Because it's literally not even been a year, but yet we've just done so much together, and I'm very grateful. I'm full of gratitude for it, but it's still scary. If you know what I mean? Um, yes, you got. It's very raw and very uncharted territory. So yeah. I'm sure that's a challenge. How did it even come about then? If you and Olivia hadn't spoken in like four years, how did it even come about that your reconciliation would be filmed? Like, did she reach out to you? Did the, were the producers, the middle people saying, hey, Olivia would like this? Or did you, how, like, that's amazing to me, right? That's like. Yeah, it was really crazy. Uh, it was kind of a little bit of both, but also playing into that Nathan and Olivia were really close. I'm oh, sorry, Nathan and I were really close. And I think, at that time, which I know now this is true, but you know, Olivia and the Plas were kind of separating because things, the pot was being stirred. And um, I think Olivia realized that she had really lost her family and made the Plas her own. And then she realized that she was losing that family. And I just think she had to reevaluate. Now, to be fair, she had reached out a couple times previously last year, like before we even started filming. And I just ignored her just because there was so much hurt there. Like I just was not like, I just got to a point in my life where I was not allowing what I call toxic energy in. And I worked so hard to try to heal from that relationship. So that's like, that's part of the reason why I'm saying it was so hard to like, just be thrust into like, Hey, let's document everything. Um, just because the healed can't heal the unhealed. And Olivia and I both are not healed from that. We, we're doing our best. You know, she's got a lot of hurt on the plus side. And I, so just to break things down a little bit, to put it simply, Olivia got a lot of hurt from the plus. Like she made that her family, like she really got burned by that in the long run. She didn't even have time to focus on her family, but I took the brunt of our family. So in that way, we can both um, relate because it's hurt from both sides. And like, we both share the same family, but yet she got it from the class because she did want that. Like she wanted to be accepted. And um, Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of 
Are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Anyways, yeah, I feel like I go on a rabbit tangent. There's so much there, and it is very emotional still. It is, it is very raw, like you said, uh, but we're just doing our best one day at a time. Oh my God. And you guys are brave to do it on television because. You know, in the midst of trying to figure out your own childhood, your own relationships, you know, you have, you know, you have other siblings, you have nine other siblings. Sadly, you know, your brother passed away, which we'll, we'll talk about one of your brothers, but, um, you know, you're doing it in front of television. Like, so then you're getting critics and people seeing just a snippet of your life. What, you know, you guys touched, you and Olivia touched on this, this season, but there almost seemed like there was a jealousy. Was it was it a jealousy where I think you mentioned like Olivia kind of really admired the fact that you were this free spirit? It sounds like you knew from the beginning who you were. You weren't, you know, kind of down this religious path like necessarily your parents wanted you to be. Was that really the catalyst or was there was there other things? Like was she jealous that you weren't married or were, was it mm-hmm. – um, your personality. I mean, you're, you know, I, what I loved about seeing you this season is like, I thought it was that scene where you tell her, Olivia, that she's a lot like Kim Platt. I was like, oh but, my yeah. God, <laughs> you know, you seem to say things that maybe Olivia seems very sweet to me and she seems like she's finding her voice, but you mm-hmm. seem like you've even found it. So what do you think was the biggest tension there between the two of you? You know, I think I used to wonder that a lot. I just, I don't know that I know. And I think I'm okay with that now. I think there's so much that plays into it, but what everyone always told me, which this was their opinion, obviously, you know, they, I don't think they knew either, but it was jealousy. I don't really know why, but the only thing I could think of, which makes sense now that I know her a lot better, you know, without we reconnected is the fact that I was able to express myself and I didn't, I did not care what people thought, but I had nothing to lose in our family growing up. I didn't have a status. Like I was always... I don't know the right word, like cast out. Like I was always the black sheep. I was always getting into trouble. 
despite that, my little siblings always looked up to me. And I think it's because they knew that like, if I were to ever break the mold, they could, but someone had to do it. And Olivia wasn't going to, cause she did have a status and we just, we just do our lives very differently. Um, I feel like she does a lot with more eloquence and grace and I just will walk away. Like I don't even say goodbye. So maybe that has something to do with it, but I really don't know. What do your parents think now of the show? There's been a lot, you know, over the years about your family when Olivia was in touch with them, wasn't when she wasn't. But I mean, you've appeared on the show. Your brother Nathan's been on the show. Clearly, Olivia has for years. Did they now look at you guys and they're like proud of what you're doing and, you know, seeing the adults you've become or no? No, I hate to say this, but they hate it. Mm. But they just don't have contact with us that have kind of chosen our own way. So. I mean, it is what it is, but I feel like that's a very sore topic for me. And I'm not like saying, I don't want to talk about it, but it's just, you know, I look at other people and I see that, oh, they have normal, pa- like, oh, their parents support them. That's actually crazy. Like, I'm, I'm not jealous, but I wouldn't, I'd be lying if I didn't say that. I do struggle with those feelings sometimes just because I've like, we've never experienced that. Me, Olivia, Nathan, there's always been an angle. There's always been narcissism, manipulation, it, it, gaslighting. It just never ends. And so in a way, I kind of feel like we had to parent ourselves, which is why I feel like last season, this past season, like that, we were just, when, when we reconnected, it was so good last year. Like it was just us three. And I think we really found a lot of strength in that unity. So it's been really tough now that like Nathan's kind of gone away. Um, but parenting yourself is never easy and you just do the best that you can. And I just really want to be careful that I'm not trying to parent my sister because I cannot do that. It is enough trying to take care of me. So I really hope we're not toxic for each other. We're working on it. <laughs> All right. Well, you touched on Nathan. What's happened? Because, you know, we've seen him. Obviously, he was great on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we all read, you know, he he was arrested for DUI, underage. You know, Ethan and Olivia helped him out reportedly about that. Um, and then there seems to have been like an estrangement between he and Olivia. People have come out and made accusations about his beliefs of LGBTQ people. I mean, lots of, you know, you guys are subject to everything, right? Can you tell us how he's doing, one? And two, where you, the three of you stand now, like what happened? I don't really think we know what happened. All I know is that I know when you grow up in that sort of culture that Olivia and I did and the class did, and I honestly think we've seen it with the class too. Um, You just, because your parents hold things over your head and you're not prepared for the real world, sometimes when you get out there, it's kind of scary. Or if you feel the least little bit intimidated or your influence in the slightest way, you tend to just go back there. You gravitate because that's all you know. That was literally your shelter. Like the world was a rock. You could not see out. And I think that's what happened with him. Um, he got closer with one of my older sisters who still, because Olivia and Nathan and I were the only ones that got out. And he got close to another older sister that lived um, near them in Tampa. And he just, I don't know, like it just happened overnight, honestly. Um, well, do you think I, that... I, I, <laughs> Like, do you think the DUI had a big impact on him? I mean, that was kind of, that was shocking. I mean, did that sort of like, did he feel out of control in his life, do you think? Or that was just a poor decision? Uh, I mean, it was a poor decision, but, and I'm not defending him whatsoever because what he did was irresponsible. But to be fair, when you grow up in that culture, mental health for men is looked down on. And me and all my siblings struggle with mental health, but especially my brothers, you know, they're not going to get help for, and they, they don't, they don't think it's mental health. Mm. So that was a big part of what was going on at the time is he was not doing well. Um, and I think maybe that has a lot to do with why he went back to, you know, he wasn't 
willing to work on things. I also don't really know how much to say or what it's like, there's just no contact there. And there hasn't been for the last eight to nine months. Mm. It just happened. Olivia and I talk about all the time. I just feel like we're both reeling, like just, just things just changed overnight, but I hope he's happy. That's at the end of the day. I hope he's happy and not harming anyone. I think that's what it comes down to. Where are you and Olivia today? Tell us about your relationship now. Yeah, we're great. We, uh, we've gone on a lot of trips this year so far, which is actually crazy. We've been to literally so many places. We're really, really close. Um, I, I'm thankful for her. You know, we don't, now that she had lost the class, um, and you know, I, it's it's just literally just been me the past four years. I think that we're both realizing that we need each other and we are each other's only family. I think that really brought us close. Um, but yeah, we're, we're great. We're, we're, we're doing great. We love spending time together. We love getting in trouble together. Uh, (laughs) where I've moved, I've been like, Hey, let me take you to these places. And so much, she's like, I feel like you're the older sister. You have so much more life experience. And I'm like, well, you, you're like, you're the one that got married. Like you're more of an adult, but it's funny because everywhere we go, you know, when we introduce ourselves or people are like, you know, like, Hey, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. They always think that I'm older. And I just think that's funny because I do not feel older. And I'm also three inches taller and she, she still can't believe that. So technically she's the little sis, but right. I don't know. There's, there's really no age, I guess, that defines you. We just kind of feel like the same age. Um, do you love going out with her? I have to imagine at this point, I mean, she has hundreds of thousands of social media followers. Obviously, she's been five seasons on a, you know, a hit show. I mean, does she get recognized? Do you two get recognized a lot? A couple times. I think I've been with her a couple times where it's been like, oh my God, like I know you. And then we were traveling the other week and that happened. And um, I honestly, because and I, I, I guess I just don't watch the show and I really don't even know how episode, like how many episodes it was. Um, I just didn't think that people would recognize me, but they did. But it was <laughs> fun. It was just like, oh, hi. <laughs> I guess you watched the show. <laughs> Um, yes, I said this before we started. You guys are all stunning. You're like all meant for television, including like the Plath family. It's like, it's like something in the water. They're all gorgeous. Well, well you know, I think there's a reason why our families wanted to intermarry, even though it was toxic. You know, we, I guess we thought that we were the best of the best, which such a toxic mindset. It's such a small, narrow mind, but hey, you only do better when you know better. I mean, did, was there plans for you to marry Micah Plath? I mean, I, I mean, I'm happily married, but I'd marry Micah Plath. Like, I mean, Micah Plath is so odd. Like, did they, they were they trying to decline an answer on that one? But there was more girls in my family than there were boys, so we had to, we had to, we couldn't be picky. There, there was only three of them. Was there like a fight for Micah Plath? I mean, Micah Plath is like so hot. Are you? By the way, I'm. So Sorry, like you've seen him for years. I, like he's had a serious glow up. Like, do you think he's a hot model? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm in love. Like, <laughs> I, I haven't seen him for like four years. Um, he does. He he seems to be killing it with what he's doing. Um, I wouldn't like. I don't know how to answer that. Like, yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely like, he's he's always been good looking. You Wait. know, obviously him and Ethan are like similar, but yeah, completely different. Are you surprised, though, that he's become a model? I mean, he's been out here in Los yeah. Angeles. I, I do think he's moved back East Coast. But, I mean, he does seem yeah. to be getting these modeling campaigns. Are you shocked to see Micah Plath as a model? Yes and no. He used to be so stubborn about wanting to be a farmer boy and, like, flexing in that. Um, but, like, he always had something else in him that I'm not surprised that he made it this far. So, good for him. Um, look, 
it was yes and no. It was a shock announcement a couple weeks ago when your sister and Ethan put out the statement, you know, that they've obviously separated. There's been a lot of rumors this whole year that they weren't together. Pictures have yeah. surfaced. Um, you know, was it any surprise to you? Did you, did you, I'm sure you probably knew it was coming, but, um, you know, you've known them for years. Did you think they really were going to make it? No, I didn't. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. But I hate saying that because that just feels like a Debbie Downer. I just knew, I guess I've always known Olivia and that part in her that was jealous of me, I knew she had it in her. And I knew that she got married because she needed to escape. Not only have I seen that with her, but I've seen that with so many women that grew up like that. She's always been adventurous. And no, I never thought she and Ethan were compatible, but I just think that they liked the idea of each other. And Loving the idea of each other is not enough to stay in love or stay married. What was, you know, I think the hard part to figure out is what can you share that is the cause of their separation? You know, I mean, now we're seeing on this season, Ethan seems to be like done with her, you know, all of a sudden he's the latest season or latest episode, you know, he said, I don't want to have a child with you. Um, Seems like they might have different political beliefs. I mean, what can you tell us? Like, where did things start to go south? I think they started going south a while ago because Olivia just changed a lot. And, you know, Ethan's Ethan's the same. He's just the same person. And, you know, I think politics, as sadly as it is, they really have a way of dividing people. And I think that really is what started to happen, which is kind of crazy to say. But um, Olivia's just very passionate about what she believes. And he was very passionate about what he believes. And he's kind of like an old soul, like an old man, you know. 
he doesn't want to change and he's set in his ways, which is completely fine, but it, they just weren't compatible. Um, okay. So it is like, that's what a lot of people have speculated, right? That she's, you know, she feel she obviously is a photographer for gay, mm-hmm. lesbian, you know, anybody that wants to get married, you know, she's obviously supportive of that. Um, you know, she seems now very open and he does seem old school, right? I mean, I'm assuming, I'm assuming he's probably pretty conservative. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't believe probably in gay marriage. I-, I don't know. Maybe he does. I'm just, I don't want to like put that on him, but I'm thinking he, he's pretty conservative and she's like, you know, he might be out there voting for Trump. We don't know, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I don't think she's voting for Trump this time around. You know, yeah. like, am I kind of right? I, that's sort of... Yeah, that's basically... I mean, I think you just kind of hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, and they just were not moving together. Yeah. Politically. But also just, like, values-wise, you know? Like, I just... I don't think that she valued settling down and getting married as young as she did. I think it was an escape mechanism, which is completely valid. That was the only way she could escape was to get married, you know? Um, and then Ethan, you know, he just wanted a wife and wanted to settle down in Georgia and things just ended blowing up and they got really, really messy. Yeah, it does seem like it's getting messy. And I don't know if you saw this, but did you see Micah Plath going on Watch What Happens Live and alleging that if there was cheating that your sister would have cheated on Ethan? Did you see this quote? No. Okay. Well, it was trending. Um, Micah basically just said, Andy Cohen asked him, you know, is it true? Because a picture surfaced of Ethan Plath in um, Minnesota with another woman, right? Mm -hmm. So Andy goes, did your brother cheat on Olivia? And he said, no, I think if anything, it would be the other way around. Was Mm -hmm. there cheating in their relationship? Well, I think it's best to let my sister answer that. But I also know for a fact that she didn't. Yeah, I was, I mean, maybe he was nervous. I was surprised to hear him say that because I just had never heard the, any like inkling that there was cheating in their relationship. So I was surprised to hear him say that. Maybe he was nervous, but. I also just feel like when you're angry or when you're upset and, you know, like this is valid, right? Like I'm sure the class believe like Olivia's attacking their parents. The class love their parents. Like even if it's a, even, and this is just my opinion, even if it's a dysfunctional relationship, you will go the extra mile to defend dysfunction because that's all you know and you still love it, right? And I think that's what's going on is they're just, they're angry, like the past, they're angry because they feel like their parents are being attacked and they're going to their parents' defense, which I think a lot of us would do. So I'm not surprised that that was said just because sometimes you say things in the heat of the moment if you're feeling misheard, misunderstood, or just like stepped all over. Um, do you think it can be an amicable split for Ethan and Olivia? You kind of in- insinuated like what we've been hearing that things are like not amicable between the two of them, but are they, you know, are they headed for divorce and do you think it can be somewhat friendly? I think it could be, but I think it has to be from both sides. And I am biased because like, obviously I'm going to defend my sister and I like, I don't know Ethan and he doesn't want me to get to know him like that. He's already made that clear, but I think it could be if they wanted it to be. I just think that, there's a lot of resentment, which is so valid. Like, I'm sure Ethan feels like he's been torn away from his family and he's been made to choose, which, yeah, I mean, he kind of has. But anyways, I don't know. It's, it's not my it's not my story. There's a lot to be said there. If they want it, they can have it. I just don't know that both parties want it right now because there's a lot of hurt. Um, You know, Kim you've known Kim and Barry Plath for a long time. Are you shocked by what you've seen on, I know you don't watch yourself, but I mean, are you shocked by what you've seen? I mean, they were like 
all about staying married and committed and my god they wanted those kids married and now here they are divorced she lives with another man or well separated she lives with another man in tampa i mean like are you shocked <laughs> are you are you i actually don't watch the show at all so i like i didn't even know that she was living in tampa um when everything when the when the divorce was, I guess, announced last year, it was like the same, it was the same date as the court trial with my parents. And when Olivia said that, I was very shocked because I never saw that coming from everything that Kim would say and like what she said she stood for. But at the end of the day, they've always been so dysfunctional that I just feel like, and, and this isn't a bad thing, but I just feel like nothing surprises me, I guess, with that circle. Like there's just so many skeletons that have come out of the closet with so many people so like I just feel like that was a skeleton that was always there and it just took the right scenario for it to come out how juicy how juicy um was part one of Lydia Meg's Olivia Plath's sister from Welcome to Plathville oh I look I was obsessed with this woman she's so open and transparent so speaking of skeletons part two of this interview airs this Wednesday be sure to be subscribed to my podcast just Hit the subscribe button wherever you get your pods and it, you'll be notified. Um, but this Wednesday, December 6th, will be part two of my Lydia Meggs interview. She gets more into the filming of the show. Who is, you know, she's single now. Who is she seeing? Um, more discussions about the Plath family, Kim Plath, and more revelations about the multi-level marketing um, business that Kim had and how her family was connected to it. So that is all going to drop this Wednesday on the Sarah Fraser show. Bye everybody.